Hi, it's Dr. Chelsea. Welcome to the Passion for Dance podcast, where we talk about mindset, motivation, and resilience in dance. Today, I'm going to focus on a mindset strategy that has been really powerful in my own life, setting a word for the year in January. See, every year I set a word of intention rather than a New Year's resolution, and I usually stop and do a deep reflection at the end of the year. And like most of us, I'm always learning and growing. And I've learned if I don't do a deeper reflection in the summer, I usually get off track. It's not as powerful as it once was. That was one of my big reflections from last year. So I'm going to do a mid-year reflection. If you're interested in hearing about my one word for 2023, before you listen to this, you can go back to episode 92, hear all about the process and how I arrived at this year's word. The short of it is my word for the year is purpose. And this is how it's going. Welcome to the Passion for Dance podcast. I'm Dr. Chelsea, a former professional dancer and dance team coach turned sports psychologist. This podcast focuses on four main pillars, motivation, resilience, mindset, and community. Each week, you'll learn actionable strategies, mindsets, and tips to teach your dancers more than good technique. This is a podcast where we can all make a lasting impact and share our passion for dance. Let's do this. So I'm going to pull back the curtain a bit, share what I wrote when I was doing a mid-year reflection recently. I hope hearing my thought process is maybe a little interesting and mostly that it encourages you to do some reflection of your own. So here's a little summary of the five ways I wanted to live with more purpose this year. And then my honest self-assessment of how it's going. I want to work with purpose, not just spin the wheel to work on something because it's how it's always been done. I want purposeful energy directed at one place. I often feel scattered at work, both as a professor and an entrepreneur, and I want to make decisions, take on projects, work on daily tasks that serve as a specific purpose that I'm aware of and have actively chosen. So that's what I said back then. And when I sat to think about it, I actually think this part's going pretty well. I streamlined some of my professor work. I chose one specific class to do a deep update on for the summer, rather than small pieces of lots of little updates that never feel done. And I think I have worked on my consultant work this in a similar way that's really helped. I have really focused on my podcast that I love, all of you, my membership and workshops. It feels pretty balanced so far this year, uh, definitely more than I have in the past. And I think it's because I got off the hamster wheel where I was just doing it because it's what I've always done rather than being more choosy about how I spend my time. So this part's going pretty well. The second thing I said back in January was that I also want to rest with purpose. I have a hard time truly resting in the downtime. So I wanted to make my rest more purposeful reading a book that I've been wanting to read or going bowling with my son rather than sitting on a phone, zoning out with TV in the background. I want to actually think about what kind of rest I need. Do I need connection? Do I need alone time? Do I need mental rest? And then I can rest with a more clear purpose. When I first wrote this in January, I was like, this is kind of weird. Do rest with purpose, but it's actually made a huge difference. I think it's going well. You've probably heard me talk about it. I read a ton and I love my book of the month subscription. I've been reading a lot more and I enjoy that quiet time. I've definitely had some good time with my family as well when I felt the need for connection was the strongest pull on my time. And I definitely want to keep that up the rest of the year. 
So maybe it's counterintuitive to rest with purpose, but actually I think it's really worked when I've thought about, do I need to rest alone or do I need to rest with connection? The third focus of my purposeful year was that I wanted to stick to routines that I know serve me, like my workouts, nightly reflections, and stretching. This is where my year of purpose falls apart, especially my nighttime routine. It's been pretty much non-existent. I'll say I'm too tired, but then I go read for an hour. So clearly I had at least 15 minutes to stretch and journal a few sentences. I said in the original episode, I know if I connect this to my larger value, I'll stick with it, but it hasn't happened. So I need a new reminder. This summer reflection has really made it clear, like, nope, this hasn't happened. So something needs to change. Sometimes a physical reminder can be a trigger for your values, remind you why you declared to make a change in the first place. So when I sat and thought about like, why isn't this working and what can I do? I realized, well, right now my journal is on my desk because I was journaling at the end of the workday and kind of wrapping that up before I transitioned to uh, picking up my kids. But that's clearly not working. Instead, I work right up to the last possible second and then run out the door to pick them up. So I'm going to move my journal to my nightstand on top of my book. Uh, I was actually just talking to a group of dancers in a workshop recently about how sometimes if your thoughts aren't helpful or you're not feeling the motivation you're looking for, you have to act first and then the thoughts will come. So I'm hoping if I see the journal when I sit down to read at night, I might actually pick it up and start. And then once it happens, the motivation to reflect and take the time will come because I know I'm gonna sit and read every night. That habit has been clearly established my entire life. So if the journal's on top of it, I can attach to that habit and hopefully it'll help. We'll see, I'll let you know. But that's a good strategy overall to take action first if you can't convince yourself to get started. I just need to pick it up and have it with me at night rather than making it something I need to go out of the way to go do. It's like working out for a lot of us. We may not want to, but as soon as we start, we're in it. So I'm gonna try the same technique with this aspect of my one word intention. The fourth part of the intention was that I want to create with a purpose. I wanna write with a clearer overarching purpose. I said in January, maybe you'll see more of that as you keep listening to the podcast this year. And now I kinda wonder if you do. A lot of this has been more behind the scenes, truly. I've been planning a quarter at a time and keeping the big picture vision intact as I plan, rather than kind of a week to week, what am I in the mood for? Uh, and I think that shows up in the episodes, but we'll see. Anyway, this part's feeling better. Quarterly planning has really helped me write with more purpose and kind of holding on to the larger intention of why I'm creating the content I am. And lastly, I said, I wanna stay focused on my values. This is what I said then. I've talked about values and identity on the show a lot. And for me, it's focusing on values is how I get out of comparison. Comparison is a big personal fixed mindset trigger for myself. So if I focus on my values and my identity, I'm less triggered by my friend's success, by social media highlight reels, because they have a different focus and that's good. I can truly celebrate their success without feeling bad about myself. So values, should always drive your purpose. And by focusing on the intention of having purpose this year, I know the root of my purpose is my values and that will keep me on track. So again, that's what I said at the beginning of the year. Sounds great of <laughs> what I was going to do to get out of comparison. And if I'm honest with myself, I think this is actually working, but on accident. <laughs> I'm not as intentional, but I've become so much more comfortable in myself and focused on living in my values that it's just there now. 
but I think I could bring more intention to it through journaling, which goes back to my lackluster nighttime routine that's not happening. I don't think I've done anything truly against my values, but I haven't exactly taken strides to push forward in how I interact with the world either, which makes me think it's like the dancer that's like, you're not doing anything wrong, but you're not doing anything to help you move forward either. And that's not cool. That's not where I want to be. So I'm going to work on this one some more too. So why does this all matter? Because living in my values is how I achieve my larger vision and goals. I have a vision of bigger impact, larger connections, and that won't happen unless I connect my smaller daily efforts to the larger vision. Your vision for yourself is what's possible for you, but you have to continually connect back to your values daily or it won't happen. Here's how I got to my specific vision. If it's helpful for you, maybe these questions are something that can help you reflect and define your own vision. I got these from sports psychologist, Dr. Michael Gervais, who has some great tools out there, including a podcast. Uh, But here are some of his suggested reflection questions that really helped me set my larger vision. Which area of your life do you want to set a vision for? What is possible for you to experience? Why is that meaningful? What are daily habits that will help you reach that vision? And how will you handle setbacks? Truly, I like the very first question the most. What area of your life do you want to set a vision for? Setting a vision feels really daunting to a lot of us, but do you want to set a vision for work, for dance, for an aspect of your personal life? I think that really helps narrow the reflection and makes it feel more doable. When I worked through this with just the specific area of my life, it actually really helped me narrow it down. It was the first time I felt a lot more clear about it. So circling back to my one word, purpose is my intention for 2023. The definition of purpose is the reason for which something is done or created or for which something exists. And my purpose is directed towards my larger vision. I can't live in purpose if I don't know where it's going. It's that star in the sky I'm striving for. So I set the intention to have a reason for my work and rest and focus for my creations and an intention for why I'm here and how I contribute. After sitting down to think about this halfway through the year, I think I'm doing well except for the evening routine part. And that's how progress worked. I checked in on it, thought about it, realize I've drifted from what I wanted, but I still have about half a year left to reset rather than feeling like I failed in December. So whether it's now or the end of the year, truly it's not a failure because it's not a goal, it's an intention, and that's an important difference. But I still wanna take this reflection as a sign that I can kind of shift and adjust and make more of the second half of the year. Okay, enough about me and my word. Thank you for listening into my own reflection. I encourage you to take time to either set your own one word for the rest of the year, do a deeper reflection on how this year's word is going if you have one. You won't regret time spent in reflection, I promise. Thank you for being a part of the community. Your work really matters. I thank you for being here. Keep sharing your passion for Dance with the World. dance coaches and teachers, if you are a dance educator 
it's important to make sure you are on my email list. It's only for educators. It's where I keep you all updated on my mental skills workshops, the Releve membership, and even some special trainings coming up that are only available inside the membership. My email list is where I provide extra resources for dance educators and tips to help you and support you through this teaching journey. If you're listening and you're a coach or a studio teacher, and you think you might ever want to learn more about helping your dancers with their mindset, building their resilience and motivating them, please join my list to make sure you get the inside scoop. So here's how to get on. You go to chelseaparati.com slash email and sign up. There's a link in the show notes to the episode as well. And again, that's where I'll announce special opportunities like the one coming up soon that's only available inside Releve. But mostly it's where I provide more support and resources to help you with your dancers. So go join in at chelseaparati.com slash email and let's work together and make a more positive impact on our dance industry.